At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. The Oakland Raiders have traded wide receiver Amari Cooper to the Dallas Cowboys for a 2019 first round pick. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on this trade for the Cowboys? Yeah, this one's easy on the Cowboys side. (laughs) What? (laughs) Now that might seem strong, but think about this, Fez, NFL expert, two time Super Contest champion, only guy. Ever to do that. I am Elma J. Fudd, millionaire. I own a mansion and a yacht. And he has a mansion and a yacht. Think about that from betting the NFL. What's let's assume things go reasonably well for the Cowboys post trade. How many wins do they get? Right at five hundred. Eight wins. Eight eight is reasonably well. I was gonna say nine. Oh, they're three and four. Okay. So eight, maybe nine. Yes. So odds are they don't make the playoffs. If I said right now, even money, you, I'm going to say the Cowboys won't make the playoffs. You've got to bet they will. Would you bet me? You got to give me two to one. Two to one. So you're saying like a third of a chance the Cowboys make the playoffs. Yes. I, I think you're right there. I'm not even sure that. I'm not. I, I think I might give you two to one. Only because the oh, division. Oh, because of the East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. What I mean, right now, the Super Bowl odds on the Cowboys are what, in your mind? <laughs> I would say 80 to 100 to 1. Okay. So very likely, the ultimate goal of winning the Super Bowl, this isn't going to affect anything. This trade is not going to benefit the Cowboys in any tangible way. So now, what are you gaining? Are you, are you playing for the future, perhaps? Okay. Well, if you look at Cooper... 
Next year is his fifth year option. $14 million are going to have to pay him. $14 million. <laughs> That's a new thing Faz is doing. <laughs> he ate the whole thing. wasn't. <laughs> but, but Faz, <laughs> that's pretty good. But if you, if you look at it, where do we rank Cooper when it comes to wide receivers in the NFL? He's right around 25th. He's a poor in the number 20s. one wide receiver. Yeah, yes. in the 20s. So, yeah, it'd be great for him to be a number two. It'd be great. To, but if you're going to pay him $14 million and liter- next year, and you literally gave up a number one that, if you're right, about eight wins could be in the mid-teens and, let's be honest, could be even better. That number one pick, what are you gaining for it if you're the Cowboys? You're gaining a small increased chance to make the playoffs and have very little chance to go far in them and the right to pay him next year $14 million, which he's overpaid. It's one thing to give a draft choice if a guy's underpaid. So to me, I don't see anything redeeming when it comes to this trade from the Cowboys' side. Am I missing anything? I think what you might be missing is Dak Prescott. How good is he? He's in his third year, and he Cole Beasley's his number one wide receiver. They want to get some a wide receiver in there that they can properly assess his development. Okay, now that's a fascinating point. You're saying Dak is on the next year is his last year on a contract. This will help them figure out what they got. Exactly. Boy, that's mighty expensive to do it, though. Let's look. Let's take a look at the other side of the sure. equation on the Raiders side, because I think that's one. That's fascinating, too. People aren't talking about this one as much. But to me, Fez, I mean, look at the market reaction to this. Raiders are playing the Colts next week. Raiders off a bye. Raiders at home. This is one of those, hey, let's save the season type spots. Or at least let's save ourselves from drastic embarrassment type spots. Now, the look-ahead line, which is you can bet this game a week early, you could have, it was the Raiders favored by one and a half. Makes sense. Home field, three in the NFL. Colts are better. Raiders one and a half at home off a bye. What happened after this trade? So after the trade, just a tsunami of money being bet on Indianapolis. That line has gone up from Indianapolis minus one early this morning. Currently, Indy is laying minus three. Okay, so Raiders last week were favored by one and a half. Line comes out Sunday night into Monday. Colts are favored by one. Now, after the trade, Colts are up to favored by three. Think about this. A two and five Colts team favored by a field goal on the road. You don't see that much. Is Cooper, doesn't that run contrary to what we just were preaching? Oh, Cooper's not all that valuable. Why would the line move this much? Yeah, very much runs contrary to it because Cooper was concussed in London. He might not even have played, only worth about a half a point, but it's all about the better's eyes, the mindset of the Raiders. They are selling the Raiders right now on this, what they perceive to be bad news for this year. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's time for our Monday recap here on Straight Out of Vegas, and we start in London, where the Chargers escape with a 20 to 19 win over the Tennessee Titans. Fez, to me, Fez, I think Rivers is having his best season. And maybe not, you can debate it, but it's hard to say that's ludicrous. It's very reasonable 
Rivers is having his best season. Agree, disagree. Agree. I'm just concerned that Coach Lynn is holding him back at midfield up seven. They run the ball instead of going for the juggler. I agree. I do not want to bet this Chargers team in close games. I want to bet them either as a big dog or a big favorite. One of the worst coaches in the league, in my opinion. By the way, Chargers, two losses against the Rams and the Chiefs. The Patriots in a game that had implications and a lot riding as far as this show goes with a seven-point win over the Chicago Bears in Chicago. Well, listen, we'll be talking about Fez uh, paying me money on this game a little later. Main takeaway for me, New England's running backs. Super thin right now, Fez. And because of that, it could be a problem. Also, you could see even more passing from the Patriots. Absolutely, because Michelle was it in terms of bell cows that they can use they're going to throw more new england is and i don't think they throw down field more i think you're going to see a lot more kind of those long handoffs which are really you know which are throws and because of that if you're playing props i think brady over completions over yards and such very important james white over i agree but one thing about white and we'll talk about this as the week progresses he's their last rock solid back do they maybe start protecting him like they do gronk only using him when they need to. Something to think about. The Browns go to yet another overtime game, this time in Tampa. This time they lose 26-23, the final. Bucks win. Fourth overtime in seven games. It's almost hard to imagine. Different points of this game you could have said, oh, Browns should have won. Oh, Tampa should have won. But if you look at the Browns on the road, last 24, they're 0-24 straight up. But there is something different about Mayfield. If Mayfield weren't the quarterback, even if it was Taylor, who a lot of people thought entering the year was better for the Browns, we had Tampa minus three, Fez. We would have had no problems cashing that ticket. I think Mayfield brings an energy and a confidence. And even though his stat line might not look good every week, I think the Browns are much better off with Mayfield. Agreed. I think Mayfield's a two-point upgrade right now over Taylor. Now, one thing that concerns me, Hugh Jackson is talking about getting even more involved in the offense. Whenever Hugh gets involved, you want to sell. The Lions go to Miami and take care of the Dolphins, 32-21. How good is this Lions team? I've got them as an above-average team now, RJ. Right around number 12 in the league, and it's all about on Johnson being able to run the ball. Think about the Lions. They never can run the ball. Now they have a running attack. You could make the case the Lions, if you say, show us your two best wins, their wins when they've really been dominant, and including the Pats, it's been like, oh, my, how good is this team? And obviously the Jets lost, the loss to the Jets on Monday Night Football for the Lions might have been one of the worst losses of the year Now that as the season progresses, it seems like the Lions are trending upwards. And all that narrative about, oh, this, you know, another Belichick disciple doesn't know how to coach as a head coach. A lot of those those stories, I don't hear as many of them. I have some optimism for the Lions. The Indianapolis Colts take care of business at home, a 37-5 win over the Buffalo Bills. So is this as simple as Anderson had thrown four passes in 700 days, literally, <laughs> coming into this game, and that nothing else really mattered? Or did you see something else, Fez, in this game? I think that Derek Anderson was the main story. He Now, he did lose his starting running back in the first quarter, but he was overthrowing his receivers all game long. Sunday night football, the Chiefs blow out the Bengals 45-10. 
And to me, if you look at this Chiefs, you can't help but think about how tough their schedule has been. Up to this point, and we're almost halfway through the year, right? Seven games. Chiefs haven't had a bye yet. The easiest game the Chiefs have had was at Denver on Monday night football at altitude. Every other game has been more difficult. And the fact they've won them all except a war in New England. If you look at the second half of the season, Kansas City looks, I mean, it's Cruise City. Now, there's going to be some tough games. But I think they have the Chiefs by far the toughest schedule up to this point and one of the easiest from here. Do you agree with that? I do agree. And frankly, the problem with the Chiefs, the Achilles heel we've been saying has been the defense. Well, now they played the Bengals, who have a good offense, and held them to under four and a half yards per play. Optimism for the Chiefs. Now, quick question. Uh, on Straight Out of Vegas, the weekend edition, 11 o'clock Pacific to midnight on Saturday, right before Jonas and one of his four-hour all-nighters <laughs> he has. Only Jonas can do those well, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> it... I had the following bet with Bernie Fratto. I won't tell you which side I had. You tell me which side you want. Kansas City to make the Super Bowl. Pats to make the Super Bowl. Pick one. And if one does, the other person pays. And if neither does, no bet. Which side do you want? It's too close to call. Okay. I want Kansas City. So if you want to bet me, feel free. The Vikings go on the road. They play the Jets, and they get a 20-point win in Jersey. What's going? I mean, is this Sam Darnold situation as simple as he's a rookie? When he's put in a good spot, he can make some big plays. When he's forced to throw, especially against a complex defense like Zimmer, he's still a rookie. Because um, it feels like the ebb and flow with Darnold is so much, oh, he's great, oh, he's horrible, oh, he's great. Let's gain some perspective. Where's Darnold at in your mind? Yeah, I still think Darnold is about the 27th best quarterback in the NFL. So bottom of the pack. Yes, but you bring up a great point. If he's only throwing 22 times a game, he's fine like when they're running all over Denver. But he had to throw 40 times here, 40% of his passes. That's it he was able to complete. But if you drafted him, you wouldn't start having any pessimism yet. No, not at all. I agree. I mean, we can't forget that it takes a while for quarterbacks, oftentimes, not always, to evolve, to grow into the role. One last thing, Minnesota's defense... Up arrow, improving, but the O-line for Minnesota got even more banged up. Yeah, another lineman went down during the game. We'll have to evaluate it as the week progresses. The Houston Texans have won four in a row, a 20-7 win at Jacksonville. One of the things we're going to start doing on Wednesday is asking the biggest questions of the week. Like these, answer this question, and you've got your pick. Here's my question. I'm going to do a tease early, Fez. Does the London trip for Jacksonville, obviously you thought Jacksonville was going to have a home run all in. They had lost two in a row. Now's the time to win in division. Obviously you were very disappointed. Uh, Yes, complete no show on offense. Thank you, Blake Bortles. Now, talk was there was going to, and I saw this word in the press, a mutiny potentially with Jacksonville's players, the defense especially saying, get this guy out. But the backup's no good either for Jacksonville. Yeah, Cody Kessler, complete journeyman. He's not the answer. What's your downgrade to Kessler? Kessler is a one-point downgrade. But frankly, RJ, I think even though it's a downgrade, Jacksonville might be better off with them with the locker room being happier. So here's the question. Does the London trip, which is next week for Jacksonville, and that's against the Eagles, right? Yes. 
wow, both teams need to win. Is the trip something that brings the team together? Or is the trip something like, and I'll speak from personal experience, your mom and dad's fighting, you, you drive across in the family truckster, right, in the station wagon, and all those stressors on the road, it makes, there's more fighting. That's been my experience. Typically, no one does London better than the Jaguars. They're used to this trip. Yeah, but it, that's the question. They've usually been used to it when there hasn't been this much turmoil. Answer that question. I think you got to pick in the London game. A missed extra point by Justin Tucker gives the Saints a 24-23 win in Baltimore. Fez, I'm going to keep this one simple. It was a coin flip game. Not only a coin flip game, I think either team could have won and both teams played very well. I'm thinking about upgrading both teams, RJ. That's interesting. So I think the narrative is, oh, Baltimore is fraudulent. Now they play a real team. I think this week especially, and I'm not saying based on any matchups or anything, but I think Baltimore today is underrated because of that loss. Because the narrative was coming in the year, oh, Baltimore's not that good, but then they won some games. It's like, oh, we'll see. Now they finally play a good team. It's like, see, see, see. Hey, they could have easily won that game. How much different would the Baltimore narrative be right now, the perception of the public, if they had won that game? And it was truly a coin flip. The Redskins beat the Cowboys 20-17 to in D.C. Another example like the Chargers, one of the worst game coaches. I can't judge X's and O's, but I know when it comes to game time, late game, decisions. Chargers coach not good. The clapper as Lombardi calls him, not good. And to me it just shows you if you want to bet the Cowboys either bet them as a bigger favor or a bigger dog. Stay away from money lines with the Cowboys. And if you're betting against the Cowboys, look to play the money line because this team tends to lose more close games than pretty much any team in the league. And a lot of it driven by the poor coaching from the Clapper. Specifically, way too conservative. So uh, concerned about a possible turnover that they don't play to win. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Brad Powers joins us with all the college knowledge. All right, Brad, you've been behind Michigan. <laughs> now, let, we'll give you a chance to crow a little bit <laughs> and just tell us what you saw in that Michigan game. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, Michigan won the game by two touchdowns, covered the seven-point spread against Michigan State, and and I know there's a lot of positive vibes about Michigan going on right now. I would say after watching that game, the final score was misleading in the fact that Michigan should have won the game by five touchdowns. Michigan State couldn't even manage 100 yards of offense. The only drive Michigan State had that converted into points was seven yards after a Michigan turnover. This is a Wolverine team that was even more dominant than the final indicated last Saturday. Now, obviously, Ohio State, the other side of the coin, looked horrible. What? It's one of those WTF games. Well, let me ask you, WTF, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I, look, very similar to what happened in the Iowa game last year for the Buckeyes. They go on their own Big Ten play. They're a significant two-touchdown-plus favorite and lose the game by four touchdowns-plus. A little bit different than last year's, the vibe I got with this year's Ohio State team. And I'll give the nod to Kirk Herbstreit, who was on the game, says, hey, where's the team leaders on this year's team for Ohio State? There's no JT Barrett. There's no Billy Price, a four-year starter on the offensive line. He was questioned, can Ohio State rebound like they did after the Iowa loss last year? There's so many good players in college football now relative to the past with all the seven-on-sevens and all the professional-level camps that these kids go through. 
the difference between an Ohio State and even an average Big Ten school talent-wise is less than it used to be. So you can't have these drop-offs. You can't have these flat spots. And who's the two coaches that's been most dominant the last five years? No question. Saban and Urban Meyer. Well, and would maybe you, Davo Sweeney. Sweeney. Yeah. And what I'm saying is how would you characterize Sweeney's level of discipline? Oh, much more disciplined uh, his teams are than, than what Urban Meyer All right, so let's seen. say the top three coaches are Meyer, Saban, Sweeney. Two of them very disciplined, one of them not. And, oh, by some happenstance, the one at Ohio State with Meyer that's not as disciplined, they seem to lose at least one, one game a year that's like a oh, you know, WTF. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.